Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Glad to have you back with us. Thanks so much on this Masters Thursday, and they are finally back underway at uh, Augusta after rain this morning, and Lee Westwood right now is your leader. We continue to get you ready for the Packers and the Jaguars coming up this weekend. I know COVID has hit uh, the college football world relatively hard. There's going to be some games that are going to be missed this weekend. Uh, I know the LSU uh, game uh, probably not going to happen. I know that, um, you know, we've already heard that uh, Ohio State and Maryland are not going to be playing this weekend. The good news is, as of right now, Saturday night's contest between the Badgers and the Wolverines is going to take place. Hopefully the Badgers uh, don't have a ton of rust coming off of uh, their two-week stint because of COVID. So keep your fingers crossed in that area. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. Bud Light brings you the Bill Michaels Huddle, which is coming up tonight 6-8 to on many of these same stations as well. And the huddle tonight, we, we've got a good one. Rookie's going to be joining us from WDUZ in Green Bay. Also, Eric Branchek of the Green Bay Press-Gazette is going to be here as well. So going to be getting you ready for the Packers and the Jaguars and really uh, looking forward to that. So uh, we'll find uh, that coming up a little bit later on this evening. And that's brought to you by our friends at Bud Light Seltzer. Unquestionably good. Brewed with a unique five-step filtration process that ensures a cleaner finish and no lingering aftertaste, only 100 calories. Aaron Rodgers speaking with the media, and he talks a little bit about being 6-2 and two and looking forward to the second half of the season. To be 6-2 and two right now with the injuries that we've had and the, and the circumstances feels really good. Um, we're not going to relax or get complacent, though. We've got a, we a tough road ahead of us and, and some big dreams down the line. He was asked about his record because out of 182 games played for the Packers, he has won and been on the winning end of 119. It's eerie because it's the same amount at the same time of each of their careers that he uh, he mimics and mirrors what Brett Favre did, and he talks about that. Uh, we haven't had that specific conversation. I think that there's an understanding that both Brett and I had and have about how important – uh, the role of quarterback in Green Bay is, 
it's it's uh, probably a little different than other places just because of the size of our town and the history of our organization, the excellence laid down for generation after generation of uh, you know great players and names that you see on the stadium walls and in the hallways, number of Hall of Famers that we have. Uh, there's you know there's a special obviously connotation with uh, being the Green Bay Packers quarterback and there's a lot that comes with it. Um, and I think we both appreciate and have appreciated the opportunity to lead this team. You know, there's nothing, nothing greater uh, than doing that. And there's no better feeling than being the guy for a team like this that uh, does not have an owner, that has such an incredibly loyal and deep fan base nationwide, worldwide. I've talked about it uh, on this, you know, on these days and on, on McAfee's show, um, you know, for a long, for a lot of years, just how incredible the reach is of our team and our fans. So there's there's a lot of pride in, in that, but we haven't had that necessarily a specific conversation. He was asked about the team as well in the sense that they've had some injuries, they've had COVID, things that have hit this ball club, and yet they're still 6-2. and two. So how have they managed to remain, I, I guess for lack of a better term, so good? Well, I just think that we've – We've been more efficient on offense this year uh, with a number of different personnel groups. And I think we've been able to weather kind of the stretches without our you know, best receiver, without our left tackle, without Allen, with uh, Jonesy missing uh, some time, and Jamal obviously last week. Uh, we haven't maybe necessarily had a complete decimation of a position group, which has helped us. Uh, but we've also been a lot more efficient. You know, we've been really good on the situational downs and in the red zone. So that's really helped us, I think. Uh, and then, you know, you look back to like the Saints game with uh, no Devontae. Allen had a huge game. You look at the Atlanta game. It was the backs and the tight ends who had big games. So it's been somebody different uh, for a lot of weeks. When Devontae's been healthy, it's been him most of those weeks. But uh, in the absence of so many guys, there's been a lot of kind of unsung heroes that we've talked about over the weeks. So uh, then he was asked about uh, the quarterback, Alex Smith. Alex Smith, for those that don't know, who had went through such a gruesome leg injury a couple of years back, uh, has now been named the starter for the Washington football team, and he was asked about it. Yeah, I'm just uh, in awe, I guess, uh, with so much respect. Uh, for him and what he went through. I've known Alex for a long time now and I have a lot of, a lot of affection and uh, appreciation for what he's accomplished. I think he's a fantastic guy. Uh, his wife and his kids, you know, he's got a really good family. I can tell you that on Sunday, although I didn't watch many games, uh, when they were uh, going, that's the game I was watching and pulling for him to, to lead them back to victory uh, just because I just have a, a kinship to him, uh, being in the same draft and then playing the same position and, you know, not having any idea what it took, but just watching from afar what he put his body through to get back on the field is incredible. And I don't know how you can't root and pull for a guy like that and hope he continues to go out and ball out. So that's what I'll be, uh, I'll be hoping for every single week with him as a starter. When you think about to the matchup this weekend, there's quite a few, Alan Lazard being one of the other guys we talked about earlier coming from the Jacksonville Jaguars with all the additions to the Packers that 
went through a different route, basically through Jacksonville to end up in Green Bay, you know, is it almost comical that you should send the Jacksonville Jaguars organization a thank you card? Might be good for our fans to maybe send some thank you cards there. Uh, I've said it before. Sometimes a change of scenery for anybody is a good thing. There's been guys that have been here that have gotten released or traded that have, uh, you know, had some success other places. I think about Anthony Levine, you know, who was here and he's made a hell of a career in Baltimore. Um, you know, team captain, uh, core special teams player. Uh, there's been, a, you know, a few guys like that who just needed maybe a, an opportunity or a change of scenery or just a reset on their careers. Um, I'm not saying Big Dog needed that because he already stabbed himself as, as one of the great tight ends of his generation and one of the all-time great blocking tight ends. And so we're really thankful to have him in his presence. Uh, you know, Allen uh, and Swerve, I think those guys needed a change. Uh, maybe to a place that uh, gave them a direct role for Allen, who was, we want you to play receiver, and he did the rest. Uh, so I think he deserves all the credit. And with Swerve, it was, hey, you know, we believe in you to be our, our returner, and then also we're going to throw you in on some, some stuff on offense. And when you give a, a player a role, and I think Big Dog falls in this role in this category as well, when you give somebody a specific role, you watch and you see the confidence grow. Uh, buying into what we're doing uh, increases. Uh, the leadership opportunities increase for that person. The focus increases, I believe. And I think there's just something so powerful about that as a, as a, a leader, a coach, a personnel person, uh, understanding when you can give somebody a directive as in a role, in this case, you can uh, often inspire those guys to play beyond what the potential says or beyond what the uh, – the measurables say because the immeasurable part of a player, uh, the toughness, the ability to deal with adversity, the confidence uh, can be uh, exponentially heightened when you give somebody like Swerve, like Big Dog, like Alan Lazar an opportunity and a role. And I love playing with those guys. And then he was asked, and this was one of the curious comments that we had heard a little bit earlier in the program, and I wanted to revisit this, is how much he and Nathaniel Hackett get along and what Nathaniel Hackett kind of means to him. There, there's nobody in the building that brings me more joy or uh, is more fun to be around than Nathaniel Hackett. Um, you know, we got some great guys, you know, some guys I've enjoyed playing with for a long time. Uh, I knew based on his friendship with, AVP, Alex Van Pelt, uh, that we were going to be friends just because Alex is such a great dude and, and him and I had such a great friendship. Uh, I just knew Hack and I were going were gonna to bond. But he's become, you know, uh, such a close confidant and friend um, besides a fantastic coach. And I just really, really can't uh, express enough how important he is to our team in so many ways. Uh, he's incredible in front of a room. Uh, he brings a lot of great energy that's really important to not just meetings that can sometimes, uh, you know, without the energy he infuses, uh, maybe get long at times. Never feels that way with him in front of the room. And for that matter, with Steno and, and J.O. in front of the room. But Hack has really embraced the idea of celebration together as well, which I think is such a vital part of us coming together and being a close-knit group. Um, I think he's got a great mind. Uh, obviously, I'm a little biased because he comes from the, the old school West Coast tree and feeling like I grew up in the West Coast offense as well uh, with Mike and, and uh, Mike Sherman and Mike McCarthy. 
Um, you know, I have a lot of affection for some of those old West Coast, West Coast plays. And, and I do have a dialogue with his father, Paul, um, usually about specific West Coast concepts. But uh, Hack has been uh, a really important part of our culture change and a part of uh, our success on offense. I love him. Hope he doesn't go anywhere unless I do. He just threw that in at the very end. Hope he doesn't go anywhere unless I do. Unless I do. <laughs> uh, Aaron Rodgers, real quick, was asked about how good the offense – or excuse me, uh, not to, that's, that's a different one. Uh, this one about reaching week 10, getting through the uh, COVID pandemic and what they've learned so far. Yeah, that's a good question. I think there was a lot of unknowns. If I look back to maybe April or May, um, I think a lot of people were thinking, hey, there's no way we're not going to play without fans. And here we are. We've played eight games, two games with limited number of fans um, and six without fans. So that's uh, that's been an interesting, obviously, uh, uh, change. Um, you know, there obviously was talk about the protocols, about the amount of testing that we were going to do. Um, and I think the PA and the owners uh, agreed that keeping it uh, every single day was important to um, making sure we had uh, the right updates on on uh, the health of our players. So I think that's been that's been good. I think you know it's been a change, but I think we've done as well as we can. I think in Green Bay, we've had obviously a couple guys test positive. Uh, haven't had the you know the widespread stuff that so many people prognosticated about. Uh, that we weren't going to get to this point. I think, you know, maybe some people even were hoping we wouldn't get to this point. But I think the NFL uh, and the PA, you know, talking about uh, the, you know, the protocols, I think have done a nice job of, uh, you know, just setting the good uh, good guidelines on how we can try and get to the end of the season. Obviously, we had some games moved and canceled. Um, but, you know, we've gotten eight games in, I think, is, uh, is win. Now we got to get to the end of the season. So there you go, Aaron Rodgers talking to the media yesterday, and hopefully they do get to the end of the season. And, uh, well, you know, cross your fingers that it all culminates. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, we want to remind you, it's Fantasy Football Thursday. Kate Majuk, ballblastfootball.com, also rotoworld.com, going to be taking your questions. Get your fantasy football questions in now. You can start lighting the lines now. If you'd want to do, uh, go ahead and get in early, 855-830-8648, We'll start talking some fantasy football coming up here in just a little bit. This portion of the program being brought to you by our friends at Schulze Family Farms Beef. Look, I know the grills are still out. I My grill is still out. If you're a hardcore griller, you know it is. Some of you have put it away. That's okay because they've got meats for the hearty soups and stews and even your favorite chili. Great for a weeknight dinner or even the big game or maybe both. Make sure you go to their Facebook page and check out some of the great recipe ideas. They have some chili con carne recipes there now as well and all throughout the month they're going to have instapot dinners complete with seasonings you can see them uh, as well order your quality wisconsin pasture raised meats online right now and you can sign up uh, and you can place your order in a couple of days they're going to pack it in dry ice and send it to you it's going to be at your doorstep it's going to be great you can pre-order your holiday full tenderloins and prime rib roast right now as well and you want to do that because they sell out really fast and every order includes a free bottle of award-winning Fox Brothers Smokehouse and Eatery Barbecue Sauce this month. And don't forget, if you want to send a gift box, if you want to send a gift certificate, you can do that for the meat lovers in your life as well. Go to Schulze, S-C-H-O-L-Z-E, SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. That is SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. We're about 10 minutes away from doing some fantasy football. We're going to talk a little bit more about this Badgers team coming up on Saturday night as well. Stay tuned. we got more right after this. 
You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Our friends at Epoxy Flooring Done Right, Sean and the gang, they do fantastic work. They really do. And um, if you can use them, great. If you've got a uh, flooring issue or maybe you just want to beautify your house, your garage, your business, like a showroom, something like that, they can help you out. Go to EpoxyFlooringDoneRight.com. That's EpoxyFlooringDoneRight.com. I was telling you earlier today, I'm getting some work done on my garage door. Thanks to uh, friends at Lake Country Garage Doors. They do great work, too. Getting a lot of things done around the house. I think many of you are kind of like in the same same boat where you, you're not going out a ton, so you're just kind of looking for projects to uh, to do around the house. Man, i got a bunch of them going on. Uh, 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. You want to chime in, feel free to go ahead and do it. Uh, again, 855-830-8648. Start getting your phone calls in as well for uh, Kate Majuk for – fantasy football that's coming up here in about uh, about seven to ten minutes and we'll get to that is we're going to talk some fantasy football coming up but the badgers this weekend take on the michigan wolverines and i i guess it, we we have not spent much time on it but what, what is your expectation you know you're talking about it and, and i really don't know i i've been asked this a couple of different times you know well you know this should be a win for the badgers and i say hey, wait a minute slow the roll this is a team that got got all geared up they beat Illinois. Graham Mertz came out and set the world on fire. Everything looked great, and then COVID hit. And they had to not only quit, pre- you know, not play, but they quit practicing. They had to shut it all down. Just everybody went away, basically. I mean, even their head coach had it. So everything they were doing, again, was virtually and, you know, short of guys, you know, trying to lift and trying to do some things on your own. There was no team activities. They pushed pause on everything. So now you got to get it all back together. You get a week to then start preparing. And now you got to kind of hit the ground running with a rhythm for a team that's been able to play. So when it comes to your expectations for what the Badgers are going to do this weekend, look, I, I think the Badgers are a talented team, and I think the Badgers can win this game. I don't think there's any doubt about it. But whether or not they will, because of the circumstance, I think is probably – that's probably the, uh, the 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 biggest question mark, I guess, going into the weekend. Although I got to tell you, I'm excited. I'm excited. You know why? Because I don't have anything planned for this weekend, other than obviously doing you know the job on on Sunday and doing the Green and Gold post game show with Gary Ellerson, which by the way you can find on many of these same stations and on the Radio.com app, and simply go to you know BillMichaelSports.com and click on the link there. But I, as far as going out or anything, I got nothing planned. So this weekend, I am looking forward to just sitting down, relaxing, doing not much of anything, and maybe throwing a few logs on the fire and watching Badger football. So I'm not, uh, I'm not. And as far as my expectations go, I think if the Badgers win this game, it's probably one of the feathers in the cap of Paul Christ. And this coaching staff, 
for being able to continually to, to shut it down, to tell everybody to go home, stay in, you know, socially distance, don't get around guys, and then bring everybody back and in a week get it all back together. So what what are my expectations? I don't have expectations for this game. I, I just I hope the Badgers win, and I still think they can because I think they're a talented team. But I don't really know what to expect. And and Joe, you follow follow Badger football as well. But what are the expectations this weekend? I think the Badgers are going to win. Um, the problem is we don't really know who's playing and who's not. Uh, and that starts at quarterback. Uh, Paul Christ has not said, and and he talked again with the media earlier this morning. Uh, it, it, it's still uncertain whether or not Graham Mertz is playing in this game or not. He has been getting some practice in, which is good. Uh, he is eligible to play based on when he tested positive and then, of course, the 21-day window. But um, it's just a matter of whether or not Graham Mertz feels ready for himself to where he'd want to play. Now, this could also be a tactic by Paul Christ, a very obvious tactic where we're not going to tell you who's going to be the starter on Saturday because we want Jim Harbaugh to sweat it out. And I don't really have a problem with that at all. Uh, every team seems to do it these days when it comes to the injury reports. But um, I, I think Graham Mertz will play in this game. And honestly, I, I think he has an opportunity to have another explosive game like he did against Illinois because the biggest weakness of this Michigan team is their secondary. Their secondary stinks. So if you got, if you got Graham Mertz under center, I think he can he can do the same kind of fireworks he did. Now, again, you know, a lot of people ask, you know, can the Wisconsin Badgers be able to be ready to go and be able to play at a very high level after missing a couple of weeks of football? And I I think they can. I, I think they can do that. I mean, this is the same squad that had to miss, you know, a couple of months of football after the Big Ten postponed it, and they were only able to get in so much work in that stretch of time. So I just think – I think at the end of the day, the Badgers do get a win in Michigan without the fans at the big house. And on the flip side of things, I give a lot of credit to Joe Milton. I think he's a very talented quarterback for Michigan. Um, I think you need to contain Joe, Joe Milton because if Joe Milton goes out there and plays like Superman on Saturday, then I think the Badgers are in trouble. But if that defense can contain the run game and be able to not let Joe Milton do things with his feet – because uh, this defense has, has struggled in the past when it comes to dual-threat quarterbacks. If they can just kind of keep him in the pocket, I, I think the Badgers are going to be able to win this thing no problem. Um, now, again, there, there's some guys that we just don't know are going to play um, or are not going to play, but I think this Badgers team still talented enough at the end of the day to get this thing done. I think it's going to be a very close game on Saturday. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a close game, and, and like you said, I can I think the Badgers are talented enough to win the ball game. I Michigan has lost its luster. I think it's still Michigan, but Michigan has so much lost its luster, just so much lost its luster. Let's do this. Uh, we'll step away. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Time for fantasy football. Fantasy football talk with Kate Majuk. When we come back, stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Hey, our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, uh, they know and you know, we all know that winter weather is right around the corner, unfortunately. I know some of you just love winter. I, I Look, I love winter as much as the next person, but I, I don't like how long it lasts. If I could get winter to uh, last about 30 days, I'd be good with that. <laughs> but there's four things you really want when you talk about uh, replacing your windows and your doors, and one is for your home to be economical. Two, to the beautification of your home. Three, 
is the value of your home goes up. And then four, it's the security. And what you're looking for right now at Appella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, when you go to their initial appointment, is a little, you know, less pain in the pocketbook. They're going to do that for you. How about this? If you sign up for the deals right there on your initial consultation, they're going to give you 5% same-day offer. How about that? That's on top of nobody down, no payments, and no interest for two years from our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. That's the way to Pella now and pay later, plus the 5% bonus savings when you order at the initial consultation. You can set it up right now for free at PellaWI.com. That's Pella wi.com or you stop in any one of their amazing experience centers uh there's a brookfield green bay and now they have one in madison and you can discover just how easy it can be to say yes to our friends over there at pella windows and doors of wisconsin so there you go pella wi.com that's pella wi.com we're going to be uh, talking some fantasy football coming up here momentarily kate majuk is going to be joining us uh, from ballblastfootball.com and rotoworld.com also coming up at the next hour, we're going to hear from uh, Matt LaFleur and uh, what he has to say today. Uh, that's going to be coming up here in just a little while, so stay tuned after the top of the hour for that. Uh, also talking about whether or not this is a or is not a trap game uh, when it comes to this uh, this contest this weekend. Uh, Brett, our buddy Brett from Eau Claire says, My fear, fear for the game against the Jaguars is if Jair and King are both down, Chark will feast. That that I agree with you. That can be a concern. Although you got to be, you got to have a really good quarterback to be accurate. But it is what it is. Uh, John says nobody, nobody scares me in this contest coming up. Kyle says, uh, "Hey guys, Packers are going to win forty-five to ten. Book it, go Pack." That's our buddy Kyle from Final Lock listening to the program today. Um, this one is uh, when you're standing outside of Lambeau Field. How can you hear when the Packers do score? They still shoot off fireworks. In fact, I live by Lambo, and I really it really messes me up uh, because I hear the fireworks before I see it on TV, due to the delay. So that's Jim uh, listening to us, and uh, Jim uh, he says, uh, "Yeah, they uh, they live nearby, and they shoot the firework fireworks off first, and uh, and so you get it first. You get hear the fireworks down the street before you actually get it on TV or on the radio. So okay." Uh, this is our, our buddy Stephen Richfield says, hey, I don't think the Jaguars are a trap game, albeit the NFL and any team on any given Sunday. Uh, I think the Packers handle the Jags easily, but the Jags are going to keep it close for two and two-thirds quarters. Uh, Packers 34-23. Also, Brandel Chambly uh, uh, of the Golf Channel had a great stat. Jack Nicholas won his sixth Masters in 1986, 23 years after his first he was ranked 33rd in the world going into that week, and if Tiger should happen to win this week, it would be his sixth Masters win 23 years after his first. Tiger is ranked 33rd going into the Masters this week. He says, karma, question mark? Boy, that's a great set. That gives you chills a little bit. Had Tiger not won it last year, then maybe I say, you know, how about that? But uh, since Tiger won it last year, I don't know if Tiger's going to win it back-to-back again. I just don't. There's some guys playing some pretty good golf right now, albeit it's just a weird year. So who knows? I mean, in, in 2020, anything can happen, right? In 2020, I think you got anything going on. Um, 
Uh, this one, you've got the, the Colts and the Titans, by the way, uh, coming up. And uh, that'll be a good contest coming up, uh, I believe, this evening. And uh, Mark says, uh, with the Titans, are you going to be watching this game intently because they're going to be a team that's on the docket for the Green Bay Packers? Or are you paying more attention to the Colts and what they're doing right here, right now? Good. Ge- Look, it's a good game. I mean, the Colts are coming into this thing at 5-3. and three. The Titans are 6-2. and two. They're fighting for the top spot in the division. Both of those teams are on the docket for the Green Bay Packers. The Colts in the more immediacy because you've got the Colts only a week from Sunday. The Colts are going to play on Thursday night and have a couple of extra days to rest up and get ready for the Green Bay Packers. So, yeah, I'm watching this game tonight. I mean, for two reasons. One, it's a good game. I mean, you're going to, you're going to see both teams, you know, fighting for a division. So it, it's going to be a good game, although it's a Thursday night game, and Thursday night games don't usually turn out to be that great. But, uh, but no, it's, it's something that you definitely want to pay attention to. You want to see what Phillip Rivers is capable of doing or not doing because there's so much speculation about the arm strength and, and such. But can the Titans run against this defense? Um, you know, is Philip Rivers going to be able to throw against that team? You know, so look, uh, there's a there's a lot of things I want to pay attention to in this contest. I'm very interested in this matchup coming up tonight. I'm like I said, I'm looking forward to. It. There's a lot of good stuff coming up. You've got good football tonight. Obviously, you're going to have uh, some college football on Friday. You got the Badgers playing on Saturday night. You got the Packers playing and the NFL playing on Sunday. So I'm I'm all set. My weekend is set. I'm I'm happy and thrilled that you're going to be able to see football this weekend. 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. Give us a shout. By the way, the, the line tonight is an even column tonight with the Colts being on the road down in Tennessee. Phillip Rivers uh, on the season, 10 touchdowns, 2,087 passing yards. Derrick Henry, though, 843 yards already, already. He's on, he's on pace to do 1,700 yards this year, 1,700 yards and 16 touchdowns. He's on pace for that. So yeah, definitely interested in this game because this game looks to be a good one. There's a couple of games this weekend that I'm interested in. Um, you know, uh, Mark says, what about the Buccaneers? Buccaneers play the Panthers this weekend. Eh, the Panthers are okay. You know, they're, I don't think they're going to provide much of a – much of a challenge, to be honest with you, for, for the Buccaneers. The other good game is the late game. There's a couple of them, as a matter of fact, coming up on Sunday afternoon. The Bills and the Cardinals. Bills are on the road going out to Arizona, 7-2, uh, and 3-1 and one away from Buffalo. Meanwhile, the Cardinals, uh, they're even at home, 2-2. Two and two. Their record's better actually on the road, but they're 5-3 and three in a very tough uh, NFC West division. And then, speaking of the NFC West, you actually have a rivalry game, Seahawks and Rams coming up on Sunday afternoon. That'll be a good one, too, for supremacy out there in the West. If the Rams can get the win, they would go to 6-3. and three. The Cardinals get the win over the Bills, they would go to 6-3. and three, And the Seahawks would then be at 6-3. and three. So you got a good one there. Um, not really interested in, in much uh, beyond that. Um, you know, 49ers are going to be on the road taking on the Saints, but the 49ers are so banged up. They're not much of a team right now. The Saints should handle them. Uh, then Monday night, you got a good one. You got the Vikings going into Chicago, taking on the Bears. So you've got good football from now all the way through the weekend coming up. 855 830 8648. 855 830 8648. If uh, you want to chime in, feel free to go ahead and do, do so. Um, and this one's from Jack, who says uh, Matt LaFleur says uh, left, tackle, left tackle David Bakhtiari that they believe he's going to play. Do you think he should? Uh, look, if he is going to play, 
And if he is going to be capable of playing, you play him. I mean, that's always been the mantra. You play him. Now, if he's not 100% or at least very close to it, no, I wouldn't play him in this contest. It just comes down, as Matt LaFleur said, it comes down to his ability to go out there and function and protect himself and not allow the injury to get any worse. So Matt LaFleur talking to the media today. You're going to hear that conversation coming up here after the top of the hour, so stay tuned for that. But Matt LaFleur just addressed the media a little while ago. But it looks like David Bakhtiari would be playing in this contest or should be playing in this contest coming up here in just a little bit. Uh, as far as uh, uh, Lazard and Christian Kirksey, looks like uh, it's going to be next week for those guys. So uh, I, you got that 21-day uh, um, injury uh, injury list practice window, um, but there's the possibility of them playing, but I, I think it's probably going to be more likely that they start next week and come back next week against Indianapolis, just an FYI. Uh, let's do this. We'll step away. We'll take a quick break. I don't know what happened to Kate. We didn't get any fantasy football in for Kate Majuk this week, so uh, maybe we'll get her back on either today or tomorrow. But nevertheless, stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michaels Show coming up right after this. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veteran Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers have signed a running back, Mike Weber, out of Ohio State, and they placed Dexter Williams on IR after he injured a knee last week in the win over the 49ers. The Packers' number one running back, Aaron Jones, says he doesn't mind that the team sat him out one more game with a calf muscle injury before he returned to action last week. I definitely do think it was beneficial. I mean, if it was up to me, you know, any athlete, we're, we're competitors. We want to get out there and compete with our brothers. But that's why you have team doctors and training staff, so they make sure that you're not putting yourself at risk. Now the Packers host the Jaguars on Sunday, who played in the AFC Championship game two years ago, but since then have lost 27 of their last 36 games. They also fired Nathaniel Hackett, who's now Green Bay's offensive coordinator Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. Hack has been a really important part of our culture change and a part of our success on offense. I love him. Hope he doesn't go anywhere unless I do. That's Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels Show. Michael show we are on the air and we are glad you are with us this portion of the program is uh, brought to you by our good friends over there at Bud Light don't forget uh, coming up tonight we got the Bill Michaels huddle six to eight on many of these same stations and if you can't get us on one of the stations locally in your neck of the woods follow us over on the radio.com app you can follow us on 1250 a.m. the flagship station out of Milwaukee and you can follow him over there, and uh, we will uh, we'll give you the show tonight. Uh, Rookie's going to be joining us from WDUZ, the fan up in Green Bay. Also, Eric Branchek of the Green Bay Press-Gazette, going to get you ready for the Packers and the Jaguars coming up this weekend. 
And uh, that is going to air tonight, 6 to 8, and compliments of our friends over there at Bud Light Seltzer. Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. So, uh, Jerry Jones, by the way, there's a, a lot of talk down there in Dallas about just how bad they are. And some are saying, well, you know, it's obviously because of the quarterback and Dak Prescott went down and their defense is not good. So they should tank and then uh, go for that uh, Trevor Lawrence if they get the first pick overall in a draft. Now, Jerry Jones, uh, Jerry owns a team. He can do what he wants. And this is why at times, my friends, when we talk about an owner versus a president and a publicly owned team, that maybe you're glad you don't have an owner, you know? You're probably more glad than than not that you don't have an owner. You've got the way the Packers are run. Uh, Because here's what Jerry had to say about the possibility of drafting a quarterback. Is it crazy to bring up the idea of taking a quarterback with the third pick or the second pick if you may have it? Yes. You asked me if it's crazy to bring the idea up, and I'm answering you. Yes. (laughs) We're playing (laughs) games here, guys. But it's not the thing to – be talking about at all you know Dak is our quarterback god that's on the uh, Sean and RJ show on one of uh, 105.3 FM the fan down in Dallas by the way is Dak is your quarterback but Dak wants 40 plus million a year and you're saying that you would not take another quarterback look at your situation right now I this is I don't know. Maybe maybe sanity wins out in the end, but then again, maybe not. More likely that it doesn't. But uh, this is one of the reasons why Jerry has not had continued success or success when it comes to a Super Bowl down there in Dallas uh, after uh, the you know Jimmy Johnson Barry Switzer days. Because Dak Prescott is good. I just don't know if he's forty million plus good. I don't think he is. He's not. I, I can't imagine any team out there paying him that other than the Cowboys if he goes on the open market. So maybe the, maybe the, you, you take Trevor Lawrence if indeed you're the worst team in the National Football League. Take a quarterback if he's there. And then you franchise Dak one more year. You know, and that's it. That way you can at least then afford to put a team around Trevor Lawrence, a top draft choice when it comes to uh, quarterbacking in the NFL. But uh, Jerry's always going to just I, – I appreciate his loyalty. If I'm a player, I appreciate the hell out of his loyalty. But when it comes to Jerry, man, Jerry be Jerry, and Jerry be a little bit nuts. So, ah, <laughs> uh, there you go. That's Jerry Jones on the fan down in Dallas. Hey, coming up after the top of the hour, we'll get back into this uh, whole trap game thing. Um, And, you know, is there any parts of this Jaguars team that could be problematic for the Packers? We'll get back into that discussion. Some of you have some concerns. We're also going to hear from Matt LaFleur coming up here in just a little bit as well. Matt LaFleur meeting with the media, talking about the possibility of Alan Lazard, David Bakhtiari, Christian Kirksey, uh, some of these guys starting to come back and trickle back on the field. And and here's the other question. When, when this team is at full strength, how good do you think this team actually is? I mean, we look at 
Lazard coming back, Kirksey coming back, Kirksey coming back and maybe solidifying the middle linebacking position. You look at all these guys coming back, and you're just assuming that this thing's going to be at this juggernaut of a strength. But how much better are the Packers when they're at full strength? I think more so um, when you look at their secondary. The secondary being a stronger unit, the strongest unit, probably defensively speaking, that you have. 855-830-8648-855-830-8648. But the secondary, as long as you still got Jair and you still have Kevin King, King coming back from the quad injury, and you got to hope that Jair's back. Uh, otherwise, that could be an area of concern coming into the weekend. But I think long-term, when this thing's back at full strength, how good is this team? I think the area probably missing more so than anything, and I, I would go back to say it's the same areas, but maybe you prioritize it a little bit differently. When you look at the defensive front, when you look at middle linebacking, when you look at wide receiver, your best route runner is Devontae. Your second-best route runner is Alan Lazard, which is the reason he's got such a decent relationship when it comes to the trust factor with Aaron Rodgers and the reason Aaron Rodgers is – has sung his praises. When you've got a guy that you know you can trust, when you've got a guy that you know you can depend on, that he's going to be in the right place at the right time, that's invaluable for a quarterback. But uh, in general, I just don't know if you're just going to get, you know, maybe it just gives you an additional guy to spread the ball around because that's what this offense is predicated upon. Now, does it give you the ability to come back if you're down by two scores? That's... See, that's another question for another day because I don't know if they have that ability. If you've got everybody healthy and Aaron Jones out of the backfield and Lazard and and, and Devontae and such, well, maybe you got, it does enhance your chances. I'm not going to say it doesn't. But as far as just being able to go vertical, I don't know. I don't know. That's one of those on-the-spur-of-the-moment good questions. When we come back, we got a lot to talk about. We'll get back into that discussion. We'll talk about uh, the Jaguars coming into Lambeau Field. Matt LaFleur coming up. we got a whole lot more. whole lot more. Another hour of the Bill Michaels Show coming up right after this. Station strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 